0: do you hate your job of course you do so do liz and noah now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job. My name is Noah and I'm joined as always by my lovely wife, Liz. How are you, Liz? Hey. How's it going?
0: Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> so we just watched uh, Another Habit mm-hmm. and this habit, habit was four of habit if four. you're just joining us yes yes the last three episodes but we're, we're doing a whole series on the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey and today we watched on YouTube you can find all of them on YouTube or at least we have so far mm-hmm. uh, they're like 30 to 35 minutes a piece uh, so today we did habit four which is think win-win yes and uh, so I don't did you have any overall general impressions on this one
0: Oh, goodness. Well, so this is a really great one, but there is a lot to unpack. Like, it yeah. seemed a little denser to me. Um, yeah. With, I mean, not dense, maybe that's the wrong word, but it like, was, I know you were taking notes on stuff and like, yeah. so it's just, well, it just it seemed like a lot to unpack is all as far maybe, as information.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say maybe to lead into this one, we should do a real ro- Quick recap because the first three are kind of a go together, and the second three kind of go together. So the first three were the private victory, and that was uh, be, be proactive. proactive
0: begin with the end in mind begin
1: with the end of mind in mind and put first things first and so that kind of that's what he calls the private victory and then
0: so you're focusing on those things yourself not right. necessarily with other people with working. regards to other people mm-hmm. right
1: and so yes yeah, so in the, it's almost chronological because like one step leads to the next and really before you can start working on the second three steps or maybe not before you can start working on the second three steps but you can't master the second three steps without mastering the first three is that fair to say
0: yeah probably i think yeah. you would
1: characterize it that way
0: yeah i think he laid out all the steps very purposefully
1: right yeah so. so going back to think win, win. so you were saying it's kind of yeah it's really multi-layered and at first when we were watching and listening to it today i was i was thinking like i don't know there weren't um Maybe the aha moments that there were for the first three for me.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I was yeah, it's thinking... more informational. It was just because I was so tired because now apparently I'm not a morning person anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> and well, Sleeping in for two months will help do that <laughs> to the person. Yeah, that's true. And... Yeah, so I would totally agree there weren't the same aha moments, but this one is so hard because so the first three you can you you search internally in yourself so much more. Where this it's a lot more abstract. So I think if if it's okay with you, he like he let in talking about there's win-lose, lose-win, lose-lose. So I don't know if I think that is kind of a good way to recap a little bit.
1: So yeah, there's there's he talks about so he he brings in for the first time the the idea of abundance mindset and scarcity mindset, which is really important to us. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast and Uh, it's a huge paradigm shift when you start to have the abundance mindset and so he was talking about the different interactions you can have with people and he was talking a lot about business or even your interactions with like your family like with your kids and things like that or with your spouse and so there's most people think in the scarcity mentality which is the the slice of a pie mentality if I have x then you don't get x and um, if I have so this slice of pie, there's, not, there's one less slice of pie for you to have. And that's not the mentality of win-win.
0: So would you characterize that as more win-lose type? Yes. Uh, well, I think lose-win
1: that? and win-lose are both scarcity mentality.
0: Okay. Yes. I would agree. And yes.
1: So the like this the saying the rising tide raises all boats i don't know if you know that but that's the abundance mindset like like if you're in an industry and one of your competitors is doing really well there's there's a different mentality of well he's taking all my business and we're not doing as well because of him whereas the other side of the coin is well he's in my same industry he's having a lot of business that means our industry is doing well and maybe you know maybe he's driving more people into our industry maybe he's helping my business you know so that's kind of broad strokes kind of the mentality but yeah so he talks about win-lose and lose-win so win-lose is you go into a deal and um basically yeah you get you it's a one-sided deal you get the good part they get the bad part that's win-lose and you know if you go into a deal with that mentality you're just trying to win. You don't care about the other person, um, or you actually want them to lose. Then there's lose-win, which he characterizes as, "Oh, go ahead, walk all over me. Everybody else does." Uh, so it's kind of victim mentality.
0: Or you th- you can even mistakenly think it's win-win if you're right. nice, like. Oh, I'm letting right. them, like I'm being the bigger person. I'm taking a hit and right. they're winning.
1: Yeah, he described this. He gave this story about a company. He's like, yep, we went in there with the win-win mentality. and But you see the other people, they took that as weakness and they walked all over us. And then he says, well, why did you go in with a lose-win mentality? I said, we didn't. We went in with win-win. He's like, but they won and you lost. Yes. Well, why isn't that lose-win? And then, so he goes through this whole thing where you, you go in You think you're being win-win, but really you're focused on giving the other people what they want, and you lose focus on what you want, and it it becomes a losing scenario for yourself, which is also not win-win. Right. So, and then there's one that did hit home with me the first time I heard it, but since I've heard it before, it didn't really strike me again this time too much, but there's also the the mentality of just win, and that's when he talks about, that's when you're using the mentality of your high school halftime, football speech or something like that
0: your no your football coach your halftime football speech yeah what is a halftime thing. oh oh i see what you're saying the coach gives the speech at halftime okay i was like no yeah. what <laughs> okay <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. The, yes your high school football coach yeah
1: where you go into the scenario and this might i kind of misspoke earlier when i said when you don't care about what happens to the other person because when you when you go and win-lose, you want to win, and you have the mentality of only one person wins, therefore you're going to lose. Whereas just a win mentality is you go in, all you care about is you win, and that's it. And then whatever else happens, happens. So
0: Right. Yeah, so there's a couple different... Of the scenario. So I think what's hard is th- there's... He gives examples, um, but it's hard to always immediately, for me anyway, think about actual examples in my life or future yeah. examples um, because it's it only happens when it happens, I guess. Right. Like it's only when you're in it, yeah I guess, maybe. Is that...
1: Well, I guess one thing did kind of hit me that... I don't know if this hit me the first time or say... Well, having listened to it multiple times, but um, that this is the habit of abundance mindset, which yeah. is something that we focus on a lot. And and we've talked about a lot that that is so I think I, I do have this mindset most of the time. And so I think the mindset is more important than approaching every single situation and saying, OK, I'm, I'm heading into this win win uh, rather than just having the general frame of mind of abundance where I. You know person outside of me in my home having success is a good thing as opposed to while they're taking some of the success that i otherwise might have been able to have so i think just having that general mentality translates into my individual interactions even if i don't go into an interaction with the mentality of win-win so
0: you're more likely to go in on a default kind of abundance mindset right which sort of translates into win-win even though you're not thinking the words win-win
1: right and even though like anybody else i can slip into win lose i think that's probably my default that i my my scarcity mentality default would probably be win lose yeah where i still want to win um but so do you want to we i guess we've kind of been grading ourselves on these things at the beginning how do you feel like we measure up in the win win scenario
0: Oi, that's really hard um
1: well, we have we've we've just been having a few uh, difficult encounters with my daughter this morning, mm-hmm. and I and then I did kind of notice, and not I mean I noticed it when you were talking to her, but I mean I think the way we handle it in general it can tend to be win lose. I mean yeah. I think we're nice about it, you know. It's not like you you know we're not we don't yell and th- those times of th- types of things, but I think we haven't figured out a good way to set things up where she feels like she's winning
0: that's probably true yes <laughs> yeah but it yeah it's so with kids i don't know if there's well he he actually brought up kids and like the ones that try you the most and the point is you show them that you love them unconditionally mm-hmm. so i mean i think in that way we do it well and it, I, so i don't know if he doesn't talk about this but can you be too young to understand that like for her to get that in the long run, I it's don't win-win. Think so. so I don't know. No. So we're we're yeah. not very good at, th- at that, I guess. Maybe that's something we need to brainstorm. Um,
1: and I think in our personal interactions, I think maybe we're probably better than most people, but I think many times it slips into win-lose. I don't know. What yours do you think? and mine? Yeah. You think?
0: What do you mean? I don't know. With each other? Yes.
1: With each other. In our marriage.
0: No, I think we think win-win. Yeah? yeah. I think sometimes,
1: it, I, th- I think.
0: I think that we're pretty yeah, we're solid on that. I th- really? Well, I mean, yeah, we're we're I think better than most,
1: like like the things we say before. But I think this might be, of the habits so far, I think this might be our weakest. Okay. Like maybe C plus kind of thing, B minus, because we're that great. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's my feeling Um, about it. Okay. What's yours? Uh, Do you view it differently?
0: Well, I guess, I don't know. Like, are you thinking about, like, when we argue or like...
1: Maybe when we argue and r- when we negotiate. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's why this one is such a hard one for me. It is the win-win. Like because, because you <sighs> have to
1: think of a specific example right. and say, "Well, what did we do and what could right. we have done?" And, I f- yeah, I d- yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a very it contractual a more- thing, and like also yeah.
0: that's why it's hard for me too because I'm not programmed to think that way all the time. Like, like so. Yeah, it takes very intentional hard. programming. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's hard for me to look at it as like not. Work or business related. Like he is talking about how it's very much your family and your relationships. Mm -hmm. But then his examples seem more businessy, I guess. Right. Like. Like even he gave an example of his son and he had his son try and take care of the mm-hmm. lawn. And I won't get into the details of that necessarily, but it was like a work kind of related thing. Mm-hmm. So there weren't in the video we watched good examples about like very just relationship based win-win. Right. And and so and naturally my mind is going to like, oh, yes, big contracts where like stores right. and malls and and like Yeah. You know, negotiating rents and like even though it's not that, I don't wanna make it sound like that's what it is, but that's where my mind goes. And so it's a little bit harder for me to apply this one to myself in a lot of different scenarios. Right. And I'm I'm so that's why this is maybe clearly not a habit for me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean clearly not a habit? <laughs> clearly for not a good habit. For me, like a, oh, a that good I'm, that I'm good at executing. Mm.
1: Well, I think again, I, th- I think the abundance mindset gets you two thirds of the way there. Yeah, I don't know, and it, it will over time mean that you tend to go into negotiations and um, scenarios see even with using the that
0: word negotiations, it sounds yeah. all so formal and like yeah. business talk and
1: yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't even have to be a negotiation like plans, you know, like, I don't know if this is a good example or not, because I haven't thought about it. But like us planning uh, our German trip this September. OK. Like everybody has their own ideas about what they want to do when they're there. So and without having even put thought into it, I don't know. Do you think that we entered that with a win win?
0: OK, this is maybe a better example. Because
1: I think we did. So well, and okay. there's a differentiation so- between win win and compromise, too.
0: Yes, right, because compromising is not win-win. So, yeah, that's actually a good point to make because we haven't made that yet. Yeah, that if both sides are compromising. And so he says this, that it's win-win is very difficult. Right. So that's why just having the abundance mindset isn't going to get you all the way there. Yeah. Um, But, okay, so, well... Should we give a brief, a brief? Okay, hold on, hold on. I need to back up because I want to know like do we know we want like are, so you're just asking me if i feel like we went in with the win-win mindset and like we're coming out of it that way at this point i just need more information of like what you're asking yes.
1: so yeah did we go into figuring yeah. out our plans for germany with my brothers and or their accompanying partners with a win-win attitude
0: so in some ways yes Mostly because for our listeners, like this is the first big trip that all of us have planned together just for fun. That's not a wedding. That's not some other big special event. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's international so in a lot of ways it's a long time coming because we've talked about traveling together Mm -hmm. and then we finally just like you and I Noah have been telling everyone Oktoberfest 2020 Mm -hmm. like (laughs) because 2020 is like the big year haha like on us but um so yeah we just got that in our heads that that's what we're doing and then everyone's kind of been able to jump on as we'd hoped so but each person kind of
1: has their own agenda as well or each so it's me and my wife it's my brother and his wife and then it's my other brother and he had us another guest he possibly. may or may not be bringing someone right so but they've each got their own plans and agendas for europe not just germany during this time and like my brother and his wife are in australia right now but they'll be in europe for what like uh, four I don't know, four weeks month? at least, or something like that, during this time. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make Germany for Oktoberfest a part of the plan. And then my other brother is also doing, and all of our dates are different for when we're going to be there, but we're going to try to overlap during Oktoberfest in Munich, just to give a background.
0: Yeah. Well, so, I mean, so then again, I guess it's how do we know we've won is like the other thing so, that's in the way because, like, so. I I don't feel like we compromised our plans as far as that because our yeah. our thing was we were going to be in this town to be at this event. Yeah, we made that happen.
1: Right. I feel like and maybe I think
0: the same for your brothers. I yeah. Don't know.
1: I think it was win win. I think we could have been more explicit about it and said, ask each party, what do you want to get out of this, and then you know. Then that's when it's like, you know, what's, you know, what's a successful trip slash visit for you guys? And then, you know...
0: Well, we did start having that conversation. We did. Yeah, we worked it in. It was worked in, but it wasn't prior to buying tickets and lodging because... Right. um, Because it's such a touristy peak visiting event Mm -hmm. in Germany, yeah you want to book early. And we were still, we were planning to book early, but then... Noah's brother and wife, I guess, were just getting extra nervous about it, and they started wanting to make plans really before we were ready. It's, (laughs) yeah, which is it's fine. Um, and they they were asking us these questions, but because we hadn't thought about it yet, it was prompting us to think about what do we want to get out of this trip,
1: right? Um, Right.
0: So it very much it collided very quickly. Everything. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, to where we were thinking, trying to think and, and act like simultaneously almost.
1: Yeah. So I think the important thing is that if, if we were to like make a list of what we wanted to get out of it, and if they were going to make a list out of, of what they wanted to get out of it, that we came up with a solution in such a way that nobody really had to sacrifice any of those things. So right, like we had talked about possibly going to the Alps and staying there for a few days, but I think that was... I mean, I think we're going to still try to go see them, maybe not stay there. But I don't feel like anybody made a major sacrifice that we're not doing that. And that would have been the only, like, compromise kind of thing that we would have done, I think.
0: Well, if you want to know the full story.
1: Oh, do you want to go in the whole story now?
0: No, 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 no. I was just going to add a, a detail. Um, our trip is very short. Right. As far as... Five nights. Yes, yeah, And to a country we've never been to with a big event Lots of stuff around. I mean, the town itself will have stuff to do too. So, mm-hmm. and when we've traveled, we usually stay in the the one place. And that never even seems like enough time. Like, yeah. I mean, so anyway, in my mind, in my minds, because I have multiple apparently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind, singular, I I quickly was was realizing that I wanted to stay in Munich, where we're going to be, as the home base and not split the trip between like three nights here and two nights here or whatever where we're actually checking out of hotels checking into hotels mm-hmm. like tra- uh, changing um lodging and stuff
1: yeah we try to minimize our traveling within traveling
0: <laughs> right or at least when it comes to checking in and out of hotels in like five nights i mean right maybe to everybody listening they could totally disagree but i've i've done like more aggressive travel in the past and for where I am health wise like and this planning was happening almost at the peak of like when we were feeling sick at the beginning of this year
1: Mm -hmm, like in mm -hmm. January
0: so at that point I'm like I cannot picture getting around and yeah um, anything uh, that was a little bit more seemingly high maintenance from my perspective so because we were like booking things and like needed to book lodging we kind of had to figure that out really quickly um and so i don't know so that's why i don't know if it's considered a concession or not like so basically instead of saying oh we're gonna spend two to three nights in a city like near the alps we'll do a day trip to the alps right well i I think the spirit is
1: more than the details
0: okay so maybe that's why this Habit is so hard to discuss, yeah. Well, because he gives um, really clear cut examples yeah. where
1: it, there's an obvious it's obvious if it's win lose, lose win, right. or win win,
0: right? But I feel it's, like I hope we would still get a win because I would still be very happy if we do that, yeah. And I hope everyone involved would be happy. Um, but they're also really laid back, like for the most part, they just wanted to know what our plans were and what was going to make us happy, and they were just going to tag along because if they're in Europe for a month, you know, five, five right. days, four. They were bordering on
1: win-lose, or I mean lose-win. Maybe,
0: maybe, yeah.
1: But they have more time than us, and they can get their win after we're gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because I think the overlap in days, like, we're there for almost two days without anybody. Right. So really, we're only there together for, like, three days? Mm-hmm. yeah so anyway it happens really quickly so that but was i a think long we'll, walk example. <laughs> a, we'll walk away well that's what so that's exactly also what i knew why it's so hard because i mean that hasn't even happened like i feel like maybe dissecting a past example would almost have been easier because there's we haven't actually gone through with the trip yet but well but that's why this habit is so hard to just is. like talk about really neatly and nicely yeah. for you guys so sorry
1: So, (laughs) so he was also, he asked people what their scripting was, which is like school and coworkers and, um, basically the people that help give you your mindset. And so, you know, he asked who is like the win-win or, you know, who was scripted as win-lose, who was scripted as lose-win, and who is scripted as compromise is the best that we can do. And, you know, almost everybody raised their hand for one of those three things. And then, so he gave the the rescripting for win-win, which is like um, things you can ask yourself after an encounter with somebody. I don't want to say negotiation, but you know what I mean.
0: Right. Um, well, the example he gave was a soccer game? Yeah. His, or something like that? His
1: son playing some sport. Yeah, so a game. And... Without going through the whole example, the the script is, uh, re-scripting is go for the win. Um, So he's he's asking his son all these questions after the game. What did you win? No, would have been more fun if we won, that kind of thing. Uh, Number two is do your best. Number three is have team spirit. Number four is help people. Number five is have fun. And the last one is learn so uh when even in a game where his son was disappointed and lost you know he could say well did did you do your best yeah i did my best did you have team spirit did you try to assist other people did you have fun well yeah until we lost we had fun did you learn anything so uh, you learn more from losses than wins and so he was saying well you got four out of five right not not too bad maybe next time you'll get that win uh you mm-hmm. know So that's, that's the, the re-scripting is how he phrased it uh, to kind of, if you can ask yourself about your interactions with people, those questions and strive to improve in that area, then you'll be training yourself to go for the win-win.
0: I don't know if, if you had another thing you were going to immediately bring up, but the, the kind of other unique thing that he talks about is the win-win or no deal. Oh, right. uh, What is it? Disagree to disagree, agreeably.
1: Right. Yeah. So I don't know
0: if you wanted to end on that or if you had more.
1: There's one other thing I wanted to get into after that. But, yeah, um, he said that's very freeing. Um, It opens the door to future business. And um, I don't know if he mentioned that part in the thing we watched, but he talked about that, I think, in the book. But, um, yeah, win, win. Or no deal. Or no deal. And... Um, you know, if, if you can't come up with a scenario and that's what he said, you know, it's really hard to accomplish things in a win-win manner. So like if, if you can only come up with win-lose or lose-win, or even a compromise that doesn't feel like a win to either side, then there's always that on the table. And he says to go into talks with somebody putting that out on the table first, like, Hey, let's both win. Or let's not make a deal kind of thing. And he said that's, you know, very impactful. And, um, yeah, so that was, yeah, we definitely don't want to go without mentioning that at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I. so it was just something in all of this talk that you forget about is an option. And it doesn't have to mean a bad thing. Right. Like you said, it can leave it open. Like if if everyone can agree that it's not in everyone's best interest... To go into a deal if there's not win-win. I mean. Right. Th- that to me sounds a perfectly good alternative.
1: Exactly. Yep. And then the very last. Well not the very last. But another thing he talks about is the four dimensions of win-win. Um, which the first is character. And he went into that one a little bit more in, more in depth. And he said the first part of character is integrity. Which leads to maturity. Which leads to the ab- abundance mindset. So, um, so character number one. Number two is relationships. Uh, he talks about the emotional bank account. Um, do we talk about that before? The emotional bank account?
0: I don't think so. You mean on the habits episodes?
1: Yeah. I... It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. If, you, if you do I something. I don't think we
0: did. I think this is the first time he's brought it up.
1: He doesn't go into it very much in this episode. But emotional bank account is basically if you do something like um, untrustworthy or something like, let's say, to your spouse, then you're making a withdrawal. And you build the emotional bank account up over time by doing small things to build trust and grow your relationship together so that um emotional bank accounts so you would have an, an emotional bank account with everybody you have a key relationship with in your life including your boss and co things like that but um so that is the foundation of relationships which was number two then number three is your agreements which that's what we should be saying other than, uh, instead of negotiations agreement um, mm. that's less businessy so number three is agreements and then number four is win-win systems and processes so maybe that's something that we could work on is setting up systems and processes because i don't think we have those delineated by any means um so i I think we try we tend to try to think win-win but we don't have any systems or processes in place to make sure we're doing that that i can think of offhand maybe maybe we do
0: No. But this one was hard like all of these the lists and stuff was why it's it's a lot of information overload and I yeah. can't even get into all of those. Like in Yeah. In our episode time will be almost over anyway, so Right.
1: <laughs> but the the last thing he said, so going back to the the story of his son keeping his lawn, which is a pretty famous story, I think, the green and clean story. Um he said something that did stick out to me a little bit that uh He said you can't hold people accountable for results if you supervise their methods, which I thought was interesting because he and his son reached an agreement for his son keeping the lawn green and clean. Um, That was and so he said he his son wasn't doing anything really, and it made him want to move to the win lose column and, you know, just start yelling at him and tell him to go do it um but he knew that would be a breach of their contract and then um part of the process was he said that twice a week they'd go walk around the lawn and ask how it's doing how it's doing and things like that and then that's when he brought that that saying up that If you you can't hold people accountable for results if you supervise their methods, so I don't know, did that stick out to you at all? It
0: didn't, but now that you're talking about it, it does. Yeah, does I mean? Um, No, it didn't actually click with me until well until just now. Um, And that's interesting well yeah no no, then he started
1: talking he's i can't remember what he said right after that but he said something about nagging somebody uh nagging someone's a great way to get them to work or something like that i don't remember exactly what he said but
0: but is he being sarcastic in that context i
1: think i think he's being i think he's being truthful in that if you nag someone enough they'll do something but but i think you break down your win-win uh paradigm there and you set yourself up for future losses but he didn't talk that much about it but
0: sorry Hmm. Interesting
1: So but yeah What do you think about that I, was, I think it's really interesting too
0: It is um, You can't
1: hold people accountable For results If you supervise their methods
0: Do you think he means You can't hold people accountable For like their results Or, or the results you you want that you're trying to get out of them. their results yeah what you're trying to get out of them okay do you think that kind of means because well not only are you maybe breaking down the agreement and like the win-win mindset but Mm -hmm. you're stepping in so it's like it's your results like
1: kind of you're yeah you're not allowing them to take ownership of whatever they're trying to get results on mm-hmm. um yeah he didn't go into why exactly um maybe we're supposed to get that from mm-hmm. context clues from the story but i'd never thought of it before but i mean you can think about it at work or um i mean with I think our daughter of, or whatever yeah
0: i think about that with us too i definitely am more of a naggy personality so, <laughs> so i didn't want <laughs> <laughs> like hmm, why are you bringing this up Noah? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it did make me think of us a little bit too. Yeah. Um, well,
0: no, yeah. I mean, I'm because we I'm have
1: tip- we have a lot of goals with each other, and we share our goals, and we we still struggle with the best way to hold ourselves accountable and each other accountable. That's something that we work through a lot, and mm-hmm. we haven't come up with the best way yet. But so it did stick out to me a little bit from that perspective yeah. too.
0: Hinting, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. No. That's a good thing to have in mind for those scenarios cuz that yeah. kind of will pop into my mind. There just cuz I tend to be that way. Yeah.
1: Um Well, yeah, it's like if you have a hovery boss or something like that and mm-hmm. you know, let's let's say you've got um I don't know, it's mic a micromanager, I guess, pretty Maybe. much. Uh, I
0: mean, it can fall in that. I'm sure there's other examples, and thankfully I don't. Oh, I have the best boss. Yeah. I mean, at my jobby job. Right, Well, right, I mean, yeah. and of course. And me. I'm, yeah. My, I'm, a my, my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good boss of you. Yeah. I'm a good boss <laughs> of you.
1: I thought that'd just be a funny thing to say. That <laughs> arise out of our female listener. Which,
0: by the way, I don't know if I. Oh. Um,
1: oh, that's what our next well. Okay. Previous episode's gonna be about.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Anything else on this? Did you have more? Were you putting together a thought about that last thing we were talking Mm -mm. about? Or did you get it all out?
0: No, I think I got it all out. Um, I think this is a really good one. And I don't feel like we're able to do it justice on this podcast, unfortunately. Um, Just because it's more challenging to talk about. So I kind of, I feel bad about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... Don't let that deter you from listening to and investing in it. Right. Because it's so worthwhile, but I think that's why it's so hard.
1: Right. Well, and he doesn't, like, on, on the other ones, he kind of picks his areas and dives real deep. This one, it's a lot. It's, like, he doesn't go real deep into any one section. He just keeps going and keeps going. hmm So yeah so listen to it yourself like i said it's on
0: youtube <laughs> listen That's learn it live it
1: www.youtube.com in case you've not heard of it
0: oh okay thanks.
1: <laughs> h-t-t-p no i'm just kidding um <laughs> anything else Mm-mm. all right thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon
0: later Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting
1: com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook,
0: Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us.
1: Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.